This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Shirts for the Scene. Head over to thepopcoproject.com and you can purchase your favorite band tee. We are raising money for the local artist in northeastern Pennsylvania whose income was drastically affected by COVID-19 since the world shut down all the way back in March of last year. Hard to believe we've been going through this for almost a year now, but that's why this fundraiser is so important. Artists and musicians' income has been next to nothing. And by buying a t-shirt on the online store, your purchase will directly have an impact as the proceeds go to the band whose shirt you are buying. There are over 100 bands, artists, and venues to choose from, but the store will be closing at the end of March. So go to thepopgoproject.com and purchase your shirt today. That's thepopgoproject.com and click the link for Shirts for the Scene. And Shirts for the Scene is made possible by Axel Rad Screen Printing in Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania. Visit them online at axelradarmy.com. Hey, yo, my guest today is the owner and engineer at Astrology Days in downtown Wilkesbury. Some people in northeastern Pennsylvania may know him from his time at the River Street Jazz Cafe, a top notch music venue in Plains, Pennsylvania. Others may know him as the monitor, engineer, and drum tech for the band Twiddle and also the drum, percussion, and keyboard tech for Mike Gordon, who, by the way, is a founding member of the band Fish. And finally, my guest also serves as the front-of-house engineer for the band Cabinet. We talk about his life the past year and what he's been doing with Astrology Days to keep himself busy, as well as provide a space to keep bands creative, as well as raising money for great causes. Welcome to the show, Ben Travers. Welcome, Ben Travers. What's up? What's up, man? How are you? Ah, I'm tired today, man. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I'm just like exhausted. I think it's the season change. It always does that for me. Like when we go from, you know, winter to spring, summer or vice versa, it's always that kind of transition where you're getting more light or getting more darkness. Um, yeah. It's just like the, the body is like getting some sort of, you know, acclimation. Yeah, hopefully as the days get longer and it's lighter, I'll get more energy. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. just I don't know. It, it was it was a good day. I mean, it was it's Monday. You know, it's the start of the week. I'm not uh, too tired. I'm, I'm just I'm tired, man. I don't know what it is, but whatever. We'll get through it. <laughs> it's good to see you, man. Like I I don't think we've ever had the pleasure to like formally uh, meet. I know that our paths have had to have crossed uh, during our time. Uh, running around here in northeastern Pennsylvania, um, you know, I, I know I feel like, and if I'm wrong, correct me, please. But you were uh, had a big hand in uh, the sound for the River Street Jazz Cafe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's where we met in passing uh, when you had your time with the Weekender. Um, and I think you might have come in like either weekly or monthly and checked in, especially during that time where you know. Uh, the paper was more than one page and <laughs> there was, you know, tons of venues and bars open throughout the week. And, you know, we were open Wednesday through Sunday during that time. Um, but yeah, I remember you stopping through. I started working there in 2005 as a dishwasher and then just worked my way up to general manager during the five years that I worked there. Oh, cool. Um, so you were, you were at that level too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
um, the first like two or three years or so, you know, just kind of getting to know all the facets of the business. And um, at the same time, I was going to school for audio engineer, but more like studio concentrated. And then I started doing sound at the jazz cafe and kind of just fell more in love with the live aspect of it. Um, and kind of, kind of just worked out universe, just kind of played, um, you know, right. And, um, just started doing sound there more. And then, um, I took the opportunity to be the general manager. Um, and then that led me into wanting to work on the road, um, and seeing like kind of where, uh, cause you know, for five years I was, you know, everyone, bands, crews, artists are coming into your house you know, and you're seeing how they kind of work and how they work on the road and how they work with each other. And you're like, oh, you know, I, I'm doing it here. I want to see if I would be able to take this skill set on the road. Um, so uh, after five or so years at the Jazz Cafe, I started touring. Um, yeah, started touring on the road. Very cool. And uh, getting back to the Jazz Cafe, I mean, there was uh, quite a bit of talent that rolled through that venue. Um, oh yeah for years i mean everyone from you know leon russell to uh you know even bands that were artists who you know are kind of were no names then are, are huge now like bands like lotus or the ben Russo duo which turned into like joe russo's almost dead and they're like the biggest grateful dead tribute cover band you know like in the world um did you have members from uh dispatch there yeah, definitely. Pete Francis, I think, played yeah. there a couple times. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great venue. That's That was a staple. Uh, and I don't know if it was still, you know, prior to coronavirus, if it was still like, uh, you know, a great venue. Um, yeah, they went down to, you know, instead of kind of went, you know, the schedule for a while was Wednesday through Saturday. And then, you know, uh, they cut it down to just Fridays and Saturdays. So they were only open eight days or so a month. Um, and at that time, Tom Moran was bringing in, you know, solid talent. Um, usually, you know, it was always, you know, packed in there, you know, yeah. for, the mo for the most part. Um, and then, you know, the pandemic hit and COVID hit and Rob Friedman, the owner, you know, just decided, I think, to just, you know, play it easy. And he close it down and i think they're planning on hopefully you know a fall return you know crossing fingers that everything works with the vaccination and um they get you know different protocols and we figure out what's going on especially with small venues and being in tight spaces um but you know hopefully a return soon yeah it's been a wild ride i i, I hate talking about it because i'm tired of talking about it but like <laughs> it makes you even more tired than you already are <laughs> <laughs> no it's just like it's like you know, for the past year, we, we knew, and it's funny because, you know, a year ago, right about now, we were saying, oh, two weeks, we'll flatten the curve and, you know, we'll be, we'll get through it. And it's like crazy to think that it's been a full year. Yeah. We're almost at its birthday. Yeah. And, and it's, and it's flew by. And, and, and for me, I was on the road um, when, when this was all kind of coming together. Um, I was on a tour on the West Coast and we were just on our tour bus and kind of, you know, turning on CNN every once in a while and kind of being like, well, what's going on? Like, uh, they're starting to ask people to wear masks and they're starting to close this down and this down. And then we were getting word that maybe a couple of our last gigs are going to be canceled. Um, so, you know, at that point I was on the road for almost six months straight. So I was already burnt out and ready for <laughs> a break and, re and totally ready for a break. But I had no idea that it was, you know, obviously going to turn into this for, 
you know, for a lot of the times, you know, towards the beginning of the pandemic, I thought, oh, this is only going to be two or three months. You know, obviously we're going to figure this out. Um, and I had, I don't think anyone obviously had any idea that it was going to be this extreme. No. Um, and we didn't on the road either. So the last three gigs got canceled and, um, when it ended up just, you know, flying back and, uh, I've been pretty much home, you know, not gigging like on tour wise right. for the last, for the last year, uh, during the spring and summer, the band I work with twiddle from uh, Vermont, we, we were just concentrating on uh, lots of live streams and just kind of building some content, um, and, uh, every drive-in show, uh, that we could, you know, possibly do and, you know, f outdoor festival. But yeah, it's been, it's been, you know, super crazy. And just hearing everybody's kind of different stories because everybody's kind of going through the same thing. We're all kind of in the same boat, just kind of a different ocean, you know? Yeah. It's wild to think that like, you know, there's been terrible things that have happened in the world throughout, the, you know, the years, but this is something that's affected the entire world as opposed to just in you know, one specific place. People were talking about, you know, it's similar to, you know, nine 11. And I'm like, not really, you know, nine 11 was like a, a target. I mean, it was an attack on the country, but I mean, it was like, you know, specific to New York and parts of Pennsylvania and things like that. Um, and, and, and mainly yeah, the, you know, the U S you know, the U S was yeah. attacked, the attack that day and, uh, you know, versus COVID where it's attacking worldwide. It is not, you know, just concentrated in Pennsylvania or, you know, um, you know, the United States alone. Yeah. And with nine 11, we had a face to the, the enemy. Right. I mean, right. Immediately, <laughs> you know, and there, there, there has been so much, you know, I think verse 9-11 um, where technology was nowhere near we are now. You know, there was no Facebook or Netflix or, you know, smartphones at all. You know, right. uh, cell phones weren't a norm. Uh, mostly people that had them were people who had lots of money. You know, it wasn't just everybody. Um, and there was especially not Internet on your phone that you can carry around in your pocket. And with that, we've just got so much misinformation and disinformation that has just kind of continued kind of this thing, um, not knowing what's going on, not knowing how to particularly deal with it, handle it, that kind of vibe. Verse 9-11, where um, we knew what we were kind of dealing with. And, you know, and it did get us into a war that we're still continue, you know, you know into today. But um, it was like a cause and effect versus, you know, this where there isn't kind of like an, an end in sight. I feel like it's going to kind of be in our lives for a while. We're just getting used to dealing with it um, and learning more protocols and regulations and figuring it out, you know, getting back to some sort of normalcy. Yeah. I, I wonder how long it's going to be. I mean, I've seen, obviously we're, we're moving forward and, and things are restrictions are, you know, loosening up a bit and, and so that's a good sign and I know cases are down, but yeah, like you said, I mean, I think we're going to definitely take, you know, experiences that we're, we've been going through and, and, you know, take those forward. Um, I just don't know how much. Yeah. So and I think this, I think the CDC said today, you know, what are new guidelines is that if you are vaccinated or, um, that you can start to go into smaller spaces or, you know, I guess, um, mingle, and then you can be in rooms with people who haven't been vaccinated. So, I mean, there's just, again, like 
it's only a year old virus. You know, it's not something like polio that's been around for 60, 60, 70 years or so. So it's like, we understand that. And that is actually still around in other countries, you know, so, and, and, and we're still learning things about it. So, I mean, with science, it just has, it's like ebbs and flows and the more information um, that we have, obviously we have a better understanding. So I think after a year, we're doing as best as we can with, with what we were, you know, given. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and, you know, you mentioned the internet too. And it's like, I'm, I'm so thankful that we have the internet during this time, because I don't know if we would be able to, you know, as, as a world, be able to function without like the ability to shop online and, and get things we needed the, the way, um, you know, we, we, we were like, we had, you know, you have DoorDash, you have uh, delivery services that deliver groceries. Cause we were told mm-hmm. that, you know, to sit, you know, be, stay home and don't leave it unless you have to and yep. stuff like that. So, and, and in today's age, you do not have to leave your house for anything. We could have a, you, you could have a toaster delivered, you know? Yeah. It sucks <laughs> though. Like, <laughs> yeah. How far it definitely it take, it definitely takes that, you know, we're going to see in future generations, you know, maybe not our generation, but we're going to see in future generations how definitely effective that is going to affect people. Um, yeah. You know, just the non-contact or the immediate satisfaction or gratification, you know. Um, yeah, it's something it's something to definitely, you know, ponder because like it's just going to kind of change future generations on on how they deal with people and you know how they communicate especially um not having to go out and deal with people even at the grocery store that definitely shapes people's personalities and how they deal with things you know etc yeah well unfortunately uh we're not going to be able to fix that or or predict the future (laughs) yeah (laughs) here tonight no not at all (laughs) but i mean from let's talk about what we can uh kind of okay uh, lay out and you know that's you know we're talking about a virus that has you know pushed us into our homes and and you're in the the music industry and obviously like you know you're used to playing shows or or being in that atmosphere and, and, and working with bands and being a technician on all that kind of stuff. I mean, how do you think that is going to affect um, that atmosphere moving forward? I mean, I think that it already drastically has where, you know, my industry has been on standstill for a, a year or so. Um, but we learn to adapt, you know, you know, as, as humans, as, as crew members on the road, we learn to adapt and to figure things out and, you know, the show will go on. Um, so, this year, I think, again, it's just a, a, a big learning curve for everybody. Um, and then going forward, it's just kind of taking things slow and understanding and having patience that um, it's going to be a slow comeback. But I am a firm believer that when it does come back and live music can come back, especially at full strength, full capacity, um, it's going to be better than ever. Um, so it's just kind of like being ready for that. And there's just going to be tons of variables. You know, a lot of bands are going to kind of like not come back just because of logistics. Some bands are going to age out. Some crew guys are going to age out. Um, so it's going to be definitely like a weird next couple of years in, in the industry. Um, but like I said, I think it's going to come back strong. I hope so. I mean, that's all I know is that that kind of that world 
Yeah. I mean, we are definitely resilient, you know? Um, and I think this is definitely just another kind of um, bump in the road um, more for, for others than myself and or in the industry. Um, but, you know, just trying to take a negative and, and turn it into a positive and um, just be grateful, you know, for what you do have, but also, you know, uh, looking forward and being like, okay, like we have some time to work on some things now uh, that you might have not had a chance to, especially me, you know, because being on the road all the time and only home for two, three weeks at a time, you don't get to really take care of some of the things you might want to accomplish. Um, but looking forward, um, I definitely think that the music business um, will come back with a vengeance. Yeah, I hope so. But you, you mentioned you didn't have a lot of time prior. So now you've had a full year and I think you've uh, taken advantage of it the best you could. And uh, Ben, you are not, uh, you also um, are the owner and engineer at Astrology Days yes. uh, in downtown Wilkesbury. So what have you been up to um, the past year with that? Um, well, you know, Astrology Days have formed in 2018 because like I was on the road a lot and coming home for only a small you know, amount of time, I still wanted to be like super creative. And like, when you come off the road around like all these mindful people and people that are, you know, kind of pushing you to the best of your abilities, you kind of come off the road, like feeling that and wanting to put it into something, especially maybe one of your own projects. But I didn't have really a place of my own. And I found a space and I started astrology days um, more in the way of not only a place for me to create, but also a place that I could help artists create and um, for rehearsals, for recording, um, and then potentially for live you know, shows and live streams. Um, and in the last year, I've been able to take advantage of, you know, kind of the live stream aspect and work out the kinks and um, have bands come over um, safely and... Uh, uh, record live as a live show, um, but then put out at a later date so I can edit stuff post and make it look pretty. And um, Facebook premiere it, you know, at a later date. And what's been really cool is that the bands have been, um, you know, behind the idea of, you know, benefiting or, you know, donating their time, but also benefiting a charity. So we have a donation link during the show um, and folks that are watching it can donate uh, to that said charity. And why do you think the bands do this? I mean, obviously they want to perform, right? But yeah, I mean, what, what's in it for them as far as, you know, doing these live streams and, and um, you know, just, well, just to do them? I mean, it's definitely good to kind of keep up on your chops, you know, and a lot of these bands don't have maybe a place to have said rehearsals and or get together and run some sets of music, maybe even prior to another gig that they might have. Um, but really, like, this is a good content builder. This is a good time to get into a studio and to maybe um, do something different that you might not do at a regular show. Maybe try an acoustic version of a show. Uh, maybe have some sit-ins. Um, maybe uh, it's just maybe a different kind of vibe because it's more of a studio versus a live venue. Um, but I think, you know, a lot of the times the bands want to come in and, and really just, you know, play, especially in the last year with, where t playing and time has been limited uh, for them on stage. Um, this is just another outlet 
for yeah. sure. Yeah, one thing I've noticed bands do is really kind of uh, dive into the whole content creation, which, you know, going back to what you said, they haven't, they didn't have time to do that before. So now mm-hmm. all, they, all they have is time. So a lot of them have taken advantage and, you know, have done, you know, uh, setups in their homes and done live shows on social media that way. So I think it's great what you're offering uh, these, these bands to have like a professional, um, you know, atmosphere and area to, to do this. And obviously it'll also benefit a, a great cause. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. I wanted to just, you know, help artists create and, you know, make them, you know, feel like they can come in and play a set of music and there's not any, you know, particular pressure on it uh, being that it's, it's rushed or anything. They, they're going to come in, they're going to load in, they're going to hang. Uh, we're going to play a set. Um, if anything really feels like out of place or if they mess up on a song or if something happened, like the drummer dropped the sticks or something like that, we could always go back to, an, you know, to that song again. Um, but really it's, you know, just for, you know, building some content for them and, and, and working out some stuff, hopefully with the hopes that, uh, they're going to be playing live again and, uh, playing in front of, you know, people, (laughs) Yeah, hopefully, (laughs) you know, the live stream thing is cool and I'm glad, you know, technology wise, we can do that, but there definitely is a separation even from a crew guy's side, um, a tech side being on stage where, we might not be feeding off of the crowd as much as the band, but we're definitely feeding off of what the band's feeling. Mm-hmm. So if the band's having a great time on stage, we know we're doing our job well and everything's working, hopefully cross fingers, but the crowd's loving it. And then they're the band's loving it. And it's just kind of this reciprocal thing. You don't get that in a live stream. So there no. is this weird separation now where, you know, I'm, I'm trying to make it where at, at, at astrology days, you know, it's live in the sense, but you're not playing to particularly anyone, hopefully with, with editing it post and taking that time and promoting it, then you're actually releasing it to people and they're going to be watching it and enjoying it, you know? Yeah. A lot of bands have told me that they, it's actually more stressful playing to no one than it is to playing to people. (laughs) Yeah. It's definitely an odd feeling, you know, and I, and I've played, um, you know, live as well. I'm a drummer, but, uh, I could only imagine, you know, staring just at a bunch of kind of cameras, you know, and not feeling that energy come back, especially outdoors and outside and hearing that roar of the crowd, you know, when you, when you walk on stage, you know, you don't, (laughs) <laughs> you don't get that on a computer screen. Do you think that bands will continue to to do some form of that as you know things open up and things get back to normal just to continue to engage with their fans? Or do you think they're going to throw that away and be like, no, we're done. We did that when we had to. Like, We want to be on the road and in front of fans and that could you know get lost. Yeah, I, that's a good question. I think I really do think it's going to be a mixture kind of forever. Yeah, I don't think live streams will ever go away because um, it is a, like, like, you know, you've mentioned the content builder. It's a great way to create content um, and control that content, do what you want with that content and also release it at a later date. Yeah. Being that if you have some lulls in your schedule or some dead time where you're not touring and you want to make some quick money, um, you can drop some live streams and charge X amount of dollars and, you know, whatever. Um, but 
touring, I think, you know, is what everybody in the music industry wants to get back to as soon as possible. And being in front of those crowds and performing in front of thousands of people, that's definitely our main goal. But I think in between touring and even maybe like in while on the road, we, we might even stop at a spot that we're not playing in front of and do some sort of live stream and or taping, but not release it yet or something along yeah. those lines. You know, I think in the beginning when this all started happening, I, I think some bands were kind of like, oh, wow, we can do these live streams, make money doing it, and not have to worry about travel, not have to worry about lodging, not have to worry about any of that stuff. And they jump on, you know, a, a computer or, you know, whatever it is, and they, you know, charge for the stream. And mm -hmm. I think initially that was like, yeah, this this could work and this could we could avoid a lot of the headaches. Sure. Um, I don't think that lasted very long as far as that being a lucrative uh, option for them. But yeah, I, I think also a part of it's just everyone's doing it, yeah. you know? So like, you know, you're on your Facebook or Instagram feed and you're scrolling and there's just like 400 bands are doing it. It's like, which one do you watch that night? Yeah. So I definitely think again, like there's so much volume wise that things get spread a little thin where some things can get missed or some things don't have as much umph or you know power behind it as it really should um and then people are just trying to do different things now with their live streams make them a little more interactive you know with apps like zoom and stuff you can have an audience kind of behind you on a screen where you're seeing all their faces from their webcam um and they're seeing you obviously kind of like how the nba is doing you know doing it with their audience and and, and yeah. stuff like that you know so there is going to be uh, advancements, especially like the longer we have to deal with this to make it, you know, not so sterile because it, it, it really is, you know, it gets to a point where it's like, okay, I'm just staring at a screen, but I really do miss like bumping up against some random people's dancing, like in the pit, you know? Um, so hopefully those days, you know, are coming sooner than later. <laughs> yeah. And you mentioned like just being people being overloaded with content. Um, I think I feel like that's with everything: movies, Netflix, music, podcasts. It just—I think there are so much out there that you're like, never you're never caught up. I mean, I don't know if you should be. You know, that's the thing too. Is like, and there, and there was always millions of books, right? And people yeah. could could people could be reading them too. But I feel like things are more thrown in your face now, where the the good stuff doesn't rise to the top so easily. Yeah. Um, as like back in the day, there was just less kind of obviously content, um, less overload. Um, so the good stuff was definitely there, you know? Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I always talk about it. I, you know, just with Netflix, I spend more time looking for a movie to watch than I do actually watch. <laughs> that's me. That's me too. Yeah. On HBO max. Now, like I'm just looking over and over. I'm like, all right, I've watched that, but like I could just put it on. It could just be noise in the background and I'll yeah. end up probably back on my phone anyway, looking on reverb. <laughs> That's the thing though, too. It's like, you know, back, back in the day, I don't know how old you are, but I, I'm old enough where I used to rent uh, video tapes. Um, Blockbuster. VHS is yeah, blockbuster. Yeah. It was yeah. great. It was a great time. You go Friday yeah. night, grab a pizza, get the girlfriend, go walk the aisles of the, the, the yeah. blockbuster and that. <laughs> That's kind I of. Can, I could. I could still remember the smell of the blockbuster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a neat experience, though. It was like it was. It was neat, and um, it's funny too. Like you know, you would rent a movie, and like you get home and you put it on. If it's even if it stunk, you still watch it because that's yeah. all you had to watch. <laughs> it was an event. 
Yeah. It was right. like, that's what we're doing on Friday night. <laughs> yeah. So like now I'll spend 40 minutes looking for something to watch. If it sucks five minutes in, I'll spend another 40 minutes finding <laughs> something else. And then it's time for bed. It's like, what did yeah. I just do here? <laughs> and most people I, just throw on the office and just, yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm on my, uh, I, I'll admit this. I'm on my, like my third uh, time through Dawson's Creek. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, you know, it's just something to put on in the background and, and you know, I don't have to pay attention too much to it and exert myself. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and it's the same with music too. I don't know about you, but I mean, I I love music. I, and I And I put on random playlists on Spotify and things like that. But it's the same thing. Like if I don't like it the first like 10 seconds, A, it's great because you can skip it. But it's also like unfortunate because maybe... 10 seconds isn't enough and mm-hmm. the song would have got cool. But again, it's just constantly, it's, there's just so much out there. Yeah. Like, I feel like in the back of your mind, you're like, what am I missing if I don't like, you know, find something else? I don't know. It's just weird. Sure. Yeah. It is a, it definitely is um kind of a weird, uh, like mind trip, you know, because we're just so used to the constant, like, you know, instant gratification and kind of, we can find whatever we want at any given time, but we also don't give time for things uh you know back in the day you know you'd buy a whole album and you'd listen to the whole thing and there might be the single or or a single that you bought the album for but you'd listen to the whole album now you're just going to be finding that one song on spotify and just listening to singles and not really absorbing the whole album that this artist kind of put out i'm more of an album kind of person where if someone releases a whole album i'll definitely listen to the whole album and then maybe just listen to the stuff that i kind of like listen to or focus more on that um but it's it's just such a weird world and society we live in you know and 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 it's only gonna get kind of more towards idiocracy that i you know i believe uh, even faster than I don't know what year that it took place, like twenty five year twenty five hundred or something like that, twenty three hundred. Um, I don't remember. I'm not sure when it took place, but I knew it took place like three four hundred years into the future. But we're like very 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 close, like to that already, where you could see that people um, just rely on technology a hundred and ten percent. You know. Um, they don't even really understand <laughs> where certain things are, how certain things are done. You know, I don't think most of us are ready for it really. Yeah. That's very true too. You know, it's just, I just don't think our brains can comprehend it. And the, the people who are smart enough to utilize it, that's dangerous, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's crazy. And it's always, it's funny too. Cause you, we always say like, you know, our parents probably like, you know, not made fun of us, but like, Oh, you guys, you know, our parents are the ones who, you know, went to school when it when it snowed and they, they walked uphill both ways with no shoes on or whatever the hell. <laughs> so every generation before, you know, the current generation is, you know, a bunch of sissies. But, you know, it's, it's almost like it's not their fault. It's not the it's not the next generation's fault that these things are, you know, made available to them. No, no, it's it's evolution at its finest. Yeah. You know, that's exactly what's like kind of going to just happen um it's just it's just kind of something if to to look back at or to look from afar and seeing how like the human race have went from this point to this point you know in such a small amount of time and then Mm -hmm. think of how we're going to just multiply that you know in the next 5 10 15 20 years but i'm also the person that like you know growing up i thought that right now we'd be living like the jetsons 
you know, like truly I thought there would be flying cars or at least like massive trains going all over the place, you know? Um, but it's not like that at all. No, <laughs> Our infrastructure is not set up like that. No. I mean, I make a joke too that, um, you know, it, we, we always blame this younger generation, but like the reason that they're babies, I'll, I'll use quotation marks with my fingers for those mm-hmm. of you just listening. Like, because, but like, it's because of us, like we do it. Like, you know, I'm thinking of like an analogy where, you know, the, the dangerous uh, rides a, a swing set or a playground, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't, I didn't, I'm not the one who said, you know, as a kid that, that this, this, ride is dangerous it's our parents that are saying it's dangerous so like they're the ones that are kind of nerfing the world for mm-hmm. us you know what yeah. i'm saying so it comes yeah every generate every generation does that one step yeah we want you know? we want things to be safer for our kids because you know we're, we get smarter and you know sure no we and, and we learn more like mm-hmm. everything i mean you know <laughs> um i definitely think when i was a kid parents were a whole different kind of breed than they are now you know, especially, you know, kind of letting the kids fall or play outdoors or play with strange kids on the, on the, on the street. You know what I mean? Like I remember playing up until, you know, eight, 9 PM, uh, with every kid that was on like the block and we were just playing hide and go seek or like whatever it was like in the summertime. I don't know if kids still do that. You know, it seems like it's a generation of that it's it's people kids are inside um kids are doing more inside stuff or they do have extracurricular stuff but it's the soccer kids the basketball kids the football wrestlers you know stuff like that um yeah and they 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 do i think you know they're inside more but again it's like it's you know parents not wanting them to be you know at strange places or out till you know the sure it's it's dark and shit like that it's crazy Mm -hmm. And and it gets, it kind of gets to where we were talking about before in the beginning of the conversation about like how it's just going to kind of change generations being like, you know, with communication and, and, and socially like talking with someone like face to face, you know, um, and not having that when you're a kid and, you know, especially during like the last year, especially with schools and them being closed and having to have virtual classes and virtual teaching. Um, I always wonder how that's going to affect things as well you know for for future generations yeah i definitely don't envy uh the parents who have children that were you know in a grade school and 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 above and having to homeschool Mm -hmm. virtual classes and i don't even know i i I say that on every podcast i feel like too it's like i don't know how two working parents like how they get their how they have their kids home and and have them go to school like it's Mm -hmm. how does that work i have no idea I have friends that ha- that like magically do it. They're just like I, I again. I am in awe of them because they have kids that not only are home full time, but also kids that have to go to school too, and also virtual. So it's like a kid that is young, and then a kid that has to take virtual class, and then a kid that actually has to go to class. So it's all dealing with these different things because it's like a kid actually physically has to go to school and deal with teachers and kids that are wearing masks obviously but you're you're around people and then you're bringing that home you know and then a kid that has to get used to sitting kind of in a cubicle at 10 years old you know that shouldn't that shouldn't be the case you know yeah i'm interested to see how this all plays out because i I mean 
kids are malleable, right? Yeah, and very resilient. Yeah, that too. It's it's like, and my kid's three years old. He's in daycare, thankfully, um, but he wears a mask all day. Like, and mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, he he doesn't comprehend enough to say like, "Daddy, why am I wearing this mask all day?" Or mm-hmm. it's just kind of normal. But like, I wonder. Sure. Do you, you know, think he'll remember? I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean. He remembers the weirdest stuff, so he might. I don't. I don't know. Sure, and kids <laughs> absorb di- different things kind of at different times, you know, yeah. where they're more aware of like what's going on and that they're they're actually a person. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> I, I mean, um, I think I'm l- lucky in, the, in that he is so young; he may not remember any of this. Right. Right. This ends, you know, soon. But and people and everyone in the daycare has to wear it too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's like yeah. it's, it's like this weird yeah. thing. But maybe because everyone's doing it, I don't know. Sh- sure, and and he sees maybe mommy and daddy having to wear it too, so yep. there's still an understanding. But yeah, it's definitely kind of going to kind of change people's, you know, brains differently. I, I have friends that have like you know older kids, like ten, eleven, and things like that, and I, I think they're struggling, like for mm-hmm. sure. It's 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 a shame. Yeah, because there's just so many different. I mean, again, everybody's in the same kind of boat, but just different kind of ocean. And um, there's just so many different variables, you know. And I and I really don't envy like anybody in this in in this, in this situation because it's just like um, it's so different for everybody and such a struggle. And there's still not kind of like a plan, or there's more of a plan now, obviously, since you know the new president came in, but. Um, there's still like not an understanding of like what's going on. Like when can we get back to some sort of normalcy? When is school going to come back? When are all bars and restaurants and and, e- and events going to happen? You know, outdoor events going to happen. Um, especially you know f- for me too. Uh, just because of the music industry, I don't know when it's going to kind of go full back where we're touring on a tour bus and going from state to state because. As we see, even in the last couple of weeks in the news, like every state is kind of do- going to start doing their own, <laughs> their own thing. So yeah, I mean, who, who knows how that, how those, you know, those chess moves are going to work out. <laughs> it's, it's weird to think about too, because, you know, Texas, you know, no masks, like they got rid of the masks. Like, I wonder, I wonder if, and, o- you know, and open everything. Right. And I wonder if, you know, we're going to see, you know, spikes or, or maybe we won't. I mean, it just, it's yeah. such a weird thing to think about. Well, hopefully, you know, we're in a, a, a situation where they're going to be doing their own thing, but also the counteract with people getting vaccinated, mm-hmm. still people being masked, and just the herd immunity, obviously, that's being, in, uh, you know, kind of already ingrained, um, where people are getting it or have had it, and they're not going to get it again, and, and then they're just waiting for their turn to get the, you know, the vaccination. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's definitely going to be a slow, a slow uphill thing. But as as I said, I think with everything, including the music industry, um, we'll come back and people are just going to be so hungry and kind of like itching to to get out and experience that um, they will and 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 hopefully in troves, you know, just coming out to every every show and supporting everyone that they love, and um, it could be some good times. 
Yeah. And like I said, we're not going to solve the world's problems tonight. So let's get back to the important <laughs> yeah. stuff, and yeah. the, the stuff yeah. that we, we can control. I just like to, I like to get people's perspective on things and, um, no, I appreciate that. You know, it, it just, uh, it's nice to be able to talk. And, to and, and this is what we're going through, you know? So these are the times, you know, that's kind of like what I've talked with my friends and, you know, I have, um, my own podcast with astrology days as well, where we interview some artists and people who have come into the studio and, you know, we always want to talk about music or what's really going on like with that person. But we also want to hear like what people have to say about politics and, and uh, what's going on really in their life. And we're all again, going through very, something very similar verse, maybe like nine 11, where not everyone was going through it. Like we said b- before. Yeah. Everyone is going through this and, um, and everyone's going to come out of it, you know? Yeah, we have to. Yeah. But, um, so with astrology days, what do you have coming up? I, I know you have some, uh, some artists that are, you're going to be uh, premiering uh, shortly. Yeah. Um, I have the Bethlehem band Ruby Deer. They're a side project from the uh, Talking Heads tribute band called Start Making Sense. I had them in a couple weeks ago and uh, we'll be live premiering it, I think, next week. And um, then we also had the Jimi Hendrix tribute come in. Uh, that's the du- Dustin Douglas uh, and the Electric Gentleman. They do a Jimi Hendrix tribute. It's 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 really amazing. They sound great. Um, they're going to be donating the proceeds of that show to Blue Chip, oh, cool. um, the an- the local animal rescue. So that's really great, and that's um obviously a cause that I'm I'm super behind. Um, and we also just filmed the other night the band The Tribe. Um, I think they've come onto your podcast before. Yeah. Yep. Um, and uh, there's one of my favorite bands, um, especially locally. Um, and I wanted to get them in the studio for a while. And um, yeah, that should be released in about three weeks or so. I usually try to do one, one per week, but I'll record, you know, a couple and then just release them in succession. Sure. So which one's next? Uh, uh, the next, the next one we'll be releasing is Ruby Deer. Okay. Uh, they're a band from Bethlehem. Yeah. Cool. They're really cool. great. Um, it's a trio. Uh, it's more like um, some indie. uh folk kind of stuff gotcha yeah and we were talking earlier um i think you mentioned you wanted to like start doing some shows yeah um i mean out of astrology days especially hopefully in the near future doing more like live streams so it wouldn't be what i'm doing now with recording the stuff and putting it out at a later date i would like to be having shows that are having you know happening in in real time and then also in the near future uh spring and summer um, I'll be putting on some shows under Astrology Days Presents, um, some outdoor events. Um, cool. And I'll have some information for everybody definitely sooner than later. Awesome. Well, that's good stuff. I know everyone's kind of like hesitant to, to do things because they don't want to. And we live in a world, too, where everyone's offended by something. So it's like if you try to do something, they're like, how dare you do that? You know, it, it's, people are dying and this, that, the other <laughs> thing. Um, but Very I mean, true. Yeah, I mean, I think people are always cognizant of that. I mean, it's 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 an issue, but people have to also kind of move forward and, and mm-hmm. survive too. It's like it's such a yeah. And we just slope. have to find a new way to like adapt and 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 make it safe for everyone that that people do feel safe coming out to it. And um, those are all just new protocols and new regulations that we'll get used to, you know, but with outdoor events, at least people will feel free to roam and you know social distance um and not feel so 
you know, yeah. uh, uptight with everybody in a, in a, in a small venue. I think that definitely has some time before that comes back, but um, I'm hoping to book some, some stuff outdoors, especially when, when the weather turns. Yeah. I mean, the, the, we had a great show at the uh, Mohican sun arena. I think it was July. Mm-hmm. I think that went really well as far as, you know, people, you know, keeping their distance from each other and uh, that was set up really well. And, and that was a drive-in I, or kind of both. Well, that was, that was just, that was more of a local show. Okay. Um, but then the driving stuff happened up in Dixon City with, um, I know Steve Masterson from Stage West was putting those together yep, yep. at the Circle Driving. So then those were, I think, I, I never made it to one, unfortunately, but. Um, they were, they were great. I went up there for one. I did sound up there for the band cabinet. Cool. Um, we did. And, and no, it was a really, I mean, it's a, like, again, it's a, it's a cool vibe, but it's just something else to kind of get used to instead of seeing kind of people you're just seeing like their cars and yeah. they're hanging outside of their cars and it's just something you know just a, a new vibe but it's it, it was cool yeah hopefully it's a you know that's just a, a part of the process to get to where we need to go just you know doing mm-hmm. things. we'll be able to enjoy ourselves and enjoy music and enjoy entertainment until we can get back to you know we keep saying normal but there never will be a normal and really what was normal before true it's you all know. kind of in the eye of the beholder yeah so <laughs> Yeah, so I guess we'll see. We well, I'm excited see. for these uh, these shows coming up because that's why. Cool. I, I, where exactly is you, the Astrology Days at? I know it's in downtown Wilkesbury, but like yeah, downtown Wilkesbury. It's um actually a part of an old church um on Franklin Street. It's near yes. near the square. It's actually directly across the street from the Iron Temple that they're starting to raise money for and hopefully renovate to host shows and and other kind of things. Um, but this old church was the downtown art center and that had um other artists alike and um rehearsal spaces and and uh recording studios in and my space used to be the kitchen of that and i renovated it and made it into astrology days um yeah and you know um it's definitely been um amazing to have especially during this time because like you know, I really feel myself when I'm being creative or helping other people create. And on the road, I get that all the time and you're around like-minded people. Um, but during this pandemic, it's definitely been rough um, and difficult for for everyone. Um, but I'm glad that I've had astrology days, you know, to kind of keep me busy and, and uh, creating. Yeah. So can people, if they wanted to, can they reach out to you and like book studio time? Yeah, um, they could reach out to me at my email, astrologydaysstudios at gmail, um, or, you know, find me obviously on Facebook, um, Ben Travers. Um, uh, but yeah, they could, they could book some time if bands would love to come in to rehearse and or to record, um, or they would just like to use the facility um, to live stream and or record a live stream. Um, I would love to hear your ideas and um, and get you down there. Cool. Well, I'd love to stop by sometime for a tour. I, I, yeah, that'd be I've great. I've seen pictures. I've seen pictures. It looks cool. It's yeah, cool I mean, for, if if you feel you know com- comfortable for the next show, I'd love to have you um, come down and, cool. and and hang out. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, I love what you're doing. Uh, Thank you. This area needs people like you, and I, I love being able to do this because I get to talk to people like you. Um, I always say this is where I, you know, I was born and raised here. This is, I have a family here and I want, uh, this area to have cool things like, 
you know, what you have to offer. So, uh, thank you, man. Likewise. And yeah. I really appreciate what you're doing and I, you know, seeing and knowing you for X amount of years and seeing what you're doing now, you know, I just wanted to reach out and, and, you know, be a part of this. I really dig what you're, what you're doing. I appreciate that very much. Yeah. I just, I just, you know, we, uh, we have to work together, you know, and, and I yeah, think it, we're all a team. Yeah, we are. And it's funny. Like, and I say this a lot too, with, you know, 15, 20 years ago, it wasn't that, it wasn't like this. I don't think it was very cutthroat and, you know, my studio is better than that guy's studio and my band's better than that band. And I deserve this mm-hmm. and that guy doesn't or whatever it might be. But I think, you know, as, as time has uh, moved on and, and we've definitely learned to, um, uh, we're, we're stronger together than we are. You know? Yeah. Unity. <laughs> so, well, thanks for uh, joining me tonight. Um, thank you. And, and thank you everyone for listening. Hopefully I have like five listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I hope we have more than that, but we'll get there. <laughs> yeah. Hell but yeah. Man, hopefully I will see you sooner than later. Yep. Likewise. All right, man. Thank thanks. you, man. Yeah. Have a good night. You too. Bye. See you.